Welcome to the Nibbling and Dreaming Podcast. I'm your host, Rigo Nibbles. Today, we're trying some submarinos. And uh, these are kind of like Mexican Twinkies. So, let's just dive into those. And also, we're going to be talking about the West and the East Western Conference predictions standings. So, I'm going to be predicting 1 through 15 at the end of the season standings. And these are my way too early predictions. So, I like doing these to see if I'm right or wrong. Um... Let's just open these bad boys up and see if they really do taste like Twinkies. Because they really do look like Twinkies. So far, just looking at it, it looks like a Twinkie. Smells like a Twinkie. Looks like a Twinkie in the inside. Hmm. Uh, usually the Twinkies are really sweet, but I think this is more of a pleasurable taste to it because usually as i said a twinkie is usually sweet super sweet but this isn't this isn't as sweet as i thought it was going to be because twinkies are sometimes they can be a little overwhelming on the sugar but this one isn't very overwhelming it's kind of like a dull sweet flavor i don't know what that noise is it's like a but if you hear that i apologize um so as i said and these are very squishy too they're very fluffy so these are from Mexico. I did get these as a gift a few months back, but I haven't tried it yet. And I just have it in my cabinet waiting to try it. So NBA Western Conference predictions. I know like this is going to be a little bit controversial, but like honestly, it's just my opinion. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's just what I think of it. And tell me what, in the comments what you think of it. So at the 15th standing position, I have OKC. Now they have a, lo- a lot of young um, talent, but I think there's just way too much competition for the, this young talent, and I think a lot of teams are, like, the same, like, rebuilding, like, the Kings, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Detroit Pistons, just a lot of other teams, and he's just, okay, she's just one of those things where they have Shea, but they're just not as good as the other teams are, so, it is what it is, but I think if, Shea has a burst out season. I think they might go to 10 or even in the playoffs uh, play in tournament. So hopefully that that will happen at 14. I I know this might be a little bit cliche, but I have the Kings, you know, they're they're not as showing as they're not showing that they can be great like last year in the last couple years, you know, but it's a little it's a little cliche because they're not as good. They've never been really good. But this year, I feel like they're they're not going to be very good either, unless unless they have another breakout season. Like, uh, De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Hill just go crazy. But I that most likely won't happen, so that's why I have them at 14. At 13, I have the Rockets. Now, it's kind of the same thing with, um, with the OKC, but they have a better rookie. And they have John Wall, which I think is going to be a little bit more productive for them this year. So, and overall, I think they're going to be good. But I think they might just go a little bit higher because of um, the rookie. But other than that, nah, it's just not that. There's too much competition. Number 12. I hate to say this because I'm from San Antonio. I'm in San Antonio right now. I'm going to Spurs game today. Um, I'm going to the Spurs game versus the Bucks today, actually. My, my two favorite teams. So it's like, but it, like it's going to be a struggle. Um, for me, it's gonna be a struggle for Spurs fans this year. Spurs fans this year because they're not gonna be as good as they usually are. 
Um, a little fun fact for you. The Spurs have a winning record over every single NBA team ever. So, like, let's say Rockets. They're, like, they're beating them in all-time um, winnings over them. So, I think it's just absolutely insane that they have a winning record over every single team. And But now, we're not going to have a great as a team as the uh, number one seed, the fourth seed, the fifth seed. We're not going to be that great anymore. So, and I, I, I honestly think that the Spurs are very underrated. Like, you think about dynasties and whatever. You think about... Um, you think about the Warriors, you think about the the Miami Heat, you think about the Lakers, you think about the Boston Celtics. Nobody ever brings up the Spurs. I mean, they had a great dynasty. Five championships? Bro, that's, that's very impressive. With an all-time great player, the greatest power forward of all time, Tim Duncan? Bro, this man is absolutely insane. So, also, I wanted to talk about the 75th anniversary that came out. And guess who's not on that list? Speaking of the Spurs, Manu Ginobili and Tony Parker aren't on that aren't on that list, bro. Like it's just upsetting. How are they not on the list? Like you have, I, I'm not dissing any of these guys, but you have Harden, Dame. None of them have championships. Dame doesn't even have a freaking MVP. So it's just like it would make sense. Like Harden has an MVP. T Mac. Vince Carter, bro, it's just like, Manu Ginobili, like, three championships, and he was a key part of that, a finals MVP with Tony Parker, like, and he's not there, it's just like, bro, it's like, what, and you're gonna choose over these guys that's been in the 60s that, like, barely, they're bench warmers, it's just like, like, <clears throat> like one of the greatest dynasties in NBA history, and only two player, players make that, it's just like, upsetting bro like you see how upset i am right now bro it's because it's like what happened um but with the spurs they have a, a very young core with mary lonnie and white but they're just not going to be as good as they are they usually are and at number 11 i have the pelicans i would have them higher but they lost lonzo ball so it's just kind of like Mm, I don't know, and Ball was one of their most important pieces, and Brandon Ingram, if he steps up, I think he can go to the play-in tournament, high in the play-in tournament, I'm talking 8-7, um, maybe if they get really lucky, I mean 6, but it's just a competition, it, it's just a competition, and then and 9 and 10, they could be very, in, like, reversible for me, I, I feel like I could I could put um, 1 at 8, and I can put 1 at 10, it doesn't really matter for me, but I just felt th- that this is the way it's going to be. At number 10, I have the Grizzlies. Now, this might be com- controversial. Even though they have John Morant, they lost Valanchunas, right? Valanchunas, you could argue, last year was the greatest player for them that year. And, as I said, they lost Valanchunas, and they got Steven Adams. Which, honestly, I think is a downgrade. Even though he, they're still he's still great, I think it's, it's just not, he's not going to be the greatest player on the team like Valentunas was. So at number 9, I have the Portland Trailblazers. Damien and CJ aren't doing as what their their fate is to be because they're they're both really good players, but individually they they're, they're really good, but as a team they're just not working out as great as other players would. So that's what I'm saying. I just don't know if they're going to make the, the playoffs this year. I know, I mean they're getting Older, I mean, CJ was supposed to be like a Bradley Beal. 
he's really good right now. He can be an all-star level, but right now, Bradley Beal is an all-star level player, and CJ McCollum isn't reaching that. And it's just the defense aspect for them. It's just really bad. It's really a bad situation. And I really think, speaking of the defense aspect of the Portland Trailblazers, if they really did trade for Ben Simmons, I think that would fix a lot of that. Because Ben Simmons is actually a good player. Like, he's a good player. But, like, all that hate around him and him choking, a lot of people choke. You have to get that. And I, I just I just don't think he deserves the hate he's getting. It's At one point, it was well-deserved, but, you know... He's still a brother, as Joel Embiid said. So, the Mavericks. I feel like with a new coach, it's going to be a little bit harder for them. So, that's why I have them at 8. And, you know, at MVP level Luka, I have them at like 6 or maybe a 5. But right now, I have them at 8 because of the new coach. And Jason Kidd isn't a great, very great coach. Not like I'm saying he's a very great coach, but like... He's a good coach, yes, but, like, on his players, he's not as great. Giannis said he was, like, one of the, like, he was kind of, he was one of the toughest coaches out there. And, you know, Kristaps Porzingis, I, I hate to say it, like, I don't really like, I love Kristaps. But, you know, he's a, he's, he's not, he's not like this, he's kind of sensitive, you know? Like, I feel like he, he's sensitive. And, like, I just don't know if he's going to work out with Jason Kidd and Kristaps Porzingis. At number seven, I have the Clippers. And, you know, this might be, like, a little, like, why? Leonard isn't going to be here for a long time because of that ACL tear in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, Paul George showed that he can lead a team. And he did kind of good in the playoffs than he did without Kawhi Leonard. So I feel like he's going to do good. I just I just don't know they're going to do greater than the other people on this list. That's why I have him at 7. At number 6, and, you know, this might be a far stretch. But I have the t- the Minnesota Timberwolves, man. I, I feel like they're going to do really good this year. Carl Anthony Towns is like a really good player. Healthy. And a- Anthony Edwards grew two inches, bro. And he's he out over after the All-Star break, he averaged like 24 points per game last year. So all I'm saying is two inches and averaging 24 points a game. Anthony Edwards is going to be an All-Star this year. Hot take, but he's going to be an all-star this year, without a doubt. With with some doubt, actually. But, you know, hopefully they can do good. And, you know, D'Lo and Cat and Anthony Edwards, I think they're going to be a really good trio. And hopefully I wish them the best of luck making these playoffs. Hopefully they can do really good. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just hope them the best. Number five, Phoenix. I, I know they made the playoffs, but that might have been kind of a fluke because there was a lot of injuries last year, and this year there's going to be a lot of healthier players. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but like I feel like starting off this year, because, again, these are my way too early predictions, I just don't know. I feel like there isn't going to be as much injuries as there was last year, last year because last year there was an abundant amount, there was an abundant amount of um, injuries. I don't know. I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but... Last year, I had the most injuries of all-star level players since 2010. And 2010, they had a lot of injuries. So I'm saying that they had a bunch of injuries. And in the West, there has a lot of competition. I mean, I just have them at... at I have them at five. And they just made the finals. So, so you see the, the competition? This is a lot. So, you know, I think they're a good group. But I just think with the eight-in situation, they're not paying him enough that he wants. But... I think he's going to be dis- discouraged and, you know, yeah. 
Denver Nuggets at number four. I feel like they're going to do really good this year. And, you know, MVP level Jokic and Jamal Murray coming back. I feel like they're going to do, as I said, really good. And, you know, they're just a really good team altogether. And I feel like they can just do phenomenal this year. With all the potential they have in the world, Jamal Murray being that playoff level player that he was last year, I feel like he can do really good. At number three, I'm going to go, I'm going to have to go with the Golden State Warriors. And, you know, this might be a little controversial because, yes, it's basically the same team as they were last year. But Clay is coming back, and Clay was a huge part of the Warriors dynasty. So, I feel like, again, it's Steph Curry we were talking about. The other day, he didn't miss a shot in, the, in like, a lot of the game. So... You know what I mean? Like, he's going to do really good. The other day, he shot, like, 61% from three. So, this man is amazing. I feel like he's going to do it. Even if Clay comes back and he's not going to do good, I feel like this year, he's going to do really good because of these couple games that I have showed so far. At number two, I have the Lakers. And, you know, this might be a little co bit controversial, but I feel like they're not going to be as great as everybody's saying they are. You know, the chemistry there and this first couple games is horrible but you know they got Westbrook this year so I feel like they're gonna be pretty good but Westbrook isn't doing that great and I feel like instead of Westbrook well I, I feel like getting Westbrook was actually a decent move but instead of getting Westbrook but with getting Westbrook I feel like they should have got some shooters like a lot of good shooters because they need shooters on that team and they're kind of old so like I feel like they're not gonna keep up with younger teams like the Utah Jazz at one. I have the Utah Jazz because they're great. They really are a good team. They're a very, they have a very good team, well-rounded. Their coach is great, and their bench is phenomenal. And their star player Donovan Mitchell is seeking out for revenge because of the last, because of the what people are telling him. He's not good enough. He's never going to be good enough. You're not making the championship, bro. You're not making the playoffs. You're not going to win in the playoffs. You're that all that stuff is going to be an aspect to him being improving. And I feel like there's going to be like a, a, like an anger in him, like a fire. And that's going to push him. So, and the same thing with Rudy Gobert. Because a lot of people are joking on him. So, let's just recap it. 15, I have OKC. 14, I have the Kings. 13, Rockets. 12, Spurs. 11, Pelicans. 10, Grizzlies. 9, Portland. 8, Mavericks. 7, Clippers. 6, Minnesota Timberwolves. 5, Phoenix Four, Denver Nuggets, three, Golden State Warriors, two, the Lakers, and at number one, I have the Utah Jazz. So, let's go on to the East real quick. At 14, I have Orlando. I mean, with the new rookie coming in, it's going to be a great place for him to, to blossom, but it's just not going to be as great as the other teams are going to be because, honestly, other than the couple guys like Marcus Fultz, um, that guy that looks like J. Cole, I forgot his name. You probably know what I'm talking about. But, and then the new rookie coming in, I think it's going to be a perfect situation for Suggs. At 14, I have the Pistons. No, last year he made the playoffs. And they, you could argue that they could go even better. That they, they were better. They are better than they were last year. Because with an amazing new rookie, Caden, Cade, Cade Cunningham, I just feel like, you know, they're not going to do as great. Also, they have Jimmy Grant, which... That could be really good for them. So, uh, this one, I'm honestly kind of second-guessing myself. Because they could be really good. But, for me, I have them at 14. 13, I have Cleveland. They have a lot of great players. 
Sex Land and Jared Allen are going to be really good. I personally, I feel. And I have Jared Allen, my most improved player of the year award prediction. So I feel like they're going to be really good. 12, Toronto. You know, they have Pascal Siakam. And let me keep it honest with you. He's going to be the star player, right? But he's the third option on a championship team. They showed it in 2019, and they haven't won anything since then. You know, Kyle Larry left, and I feel like Fred Van Lee is very unmotivated. I feel like if he was a little bit more motivated, they would do a lot better. But now, right now, who, who would want to be motivated on that team, honestly? At 11, I have the Washington Wizards. You know, the absence of Westbrook is going to go is going to be immense on the on the Wizards, but you know, other than that, they have a pretty good team. You know, got Bradley Beal, but no defense over there. They got Kyle Kuzma, and honestly, if you want, really want to talk about it, they're not going to do this great this year. It's going to be like the same last year. He's going to be a scoring machine Bradley Beal, but this team isn't going to be as great as Bradley Beal is. At number 10, I have the Pacers. The duo between Brogdon and Sabonis is absolutely phenomenal. Then you have the defensive anchor in Miles Turner, one of the greatest defensive players in the league right now. So honestly, I think they're going to do really good. And I feel like they don't deserve to be at, at the 10th spot. But I put them there because there's a lot of greater competition. You, you know, you could argue that the Western Conference isn't as good as the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference was a lot more difficult for me to handle than it was the Western Conference. Because it's just like, oh, okay, bad, 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 good, good, good. But this one is a little bit more complicated because you have teams like the Hornets who can be really good. You got the teams like the Boston Celtics who aren't doing as good as the Hornets are right now. So you never really know what is going to happen. At number nine, I got the Hornets. I feel like... I feel like LaMelo's going to do really good this year. I feel like he can be a star, but it's just the rest of the team. That's it. If LaMelo was on the Celtics or something, I would have put them maybe in the finals, maybe in the playoffs. But right now, I have them in the play-in tournament. And at number eight, I have, I really hate to put them here, the Boston Celtics. Even though Jason Tatum's going to be a monster, he muscled up, he did a full Giannis, but I just feel like he's not going to do as good as the other teams are. And, you know, Jalen Brown is going to be really good. And I keep on saying this because it's true. The other teams might do better. And, you know, this is a, all just a prediction. So I never, I don't really know what could happen. Because any, really anything could happen. Maybe somebody gets hurt. Oh, okay. Maybe somebody goes off. Maybe somebody gets injured. It never really, you never really know what happens. Maybe there's a trade that's phenomenal. Maybe maybe they have a guy who breaks out that nobody knew. You, you know, it could, it could really go any anywhere with any team. So, honestly, this is just my thinking process and my predictions. So, don't take these literally, uh, obviously. This is kind of just like a fun, you know, it's kind of just like a fun thought. So, you never really know. With the 76ers missing Ben Simmons in this awkward situation with them, I have Ben Simmons as one of the most defensive and offensive weapons. And, you know, they're really going to use, they're really going to need that defense. So, and, you know, they have some great defenders, but Ben Simmons was their main one. And, you know, the awkward, very awkward situation they have is it they're not going to do as good as they were this last couple of years. At number six, I have the Knicks. Bro, they're dominant. I'm not even going to lie, bro. They're dominant. Um, They have, they have Kemba Walker. D-Rose, 
they have Evan Fournier now. They're gonna do really good. At number five, you got Atlanta. You know, Trey Young, Ice Trey is gonna do great this year. I'm already, I'm already guessing it, and he's already talking for MVP already. So barely the start of the season, and he's talk. They're talking about him being MVP. So that's absolutely crazy, bro. It's just like ice running through his veins already, bro. It's like Thanos, just like whenever he snapped it, just like just like ready, bro. He's ready to go off, bro. At number four, I got the Heat with the addition of Larry. With the addition of Kyle Larry, it's gonna be really good for them. And then they have Tyler Hill. I feel like he's gonna be a straight menace to society and do really good this year. Um, you know, he's kind of like he was kind of like the villain when he was younger. I feel hopefully he can be like a. Tr- Trey Young type and do really good this year and become kind of like the villain. And you know, they got they also got Jimmy Butler going into a fine wine stage. You know, he's getting older, but he's getting even better, bro. You got Bam out of bio, one of the best defensive um post post players in the league and the, one of the best post players in the league in general. At number three, I got the Bulls. I think they're gonna do really good this year. I hope they do really good this year, you know. They haven't been doing great these last couple of years. They got Zach Levine, Vucevic. Zach Levine, Vucevic. You know, you got Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, DeMar DeRozan. This team is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I feel like they're going to do very good this year. At number two, it's kind of obvious. I got the Nets. You know, with the whole Kyrie situation. they But they still have two MVPs. Harden and KD. You know, Harden's coming off an injury, so he's going to be not as productive. But, you know, he's more of a shooter than anything. Then you got KD, an offensive weapon. Matt can just do anything to you. He can score from anywhere. So that's why he's one of the most lethal players in this league. And that's why I have him at number two. But you also got Patty Mills, the sharp shooter. Bro, Patty, bro. But I forgot Patty went to the Nets first. I thought he was still on the Spurs. Man, Patty was my favorite player. That really sucks. Um, on the on the Spurs, he was my favorite player. That man, that really sucks. Anyways, I feel like they're gonna do really good. I hope the best wish to Patty, bro. I hope any. I hope I hope they do really good this year. Uh, I'm not really a big fan of them, you know, rivalry Nets Bucks. But you you know, I gotta wish. You gotta wish. I I'm still gonna support um Patty Mills throughout what, bro. He he, he was on the Spurs. Spurs. He's just a Spurs legend. I really, I really respect him. The Bucks, the Bucks, bro. At number one, I got the Bucks. Giannis has a jumper now. MVP right now. I'm calling it MVP. Giannis onto the Kumpo. and he, you know, they have might have voters fatigue, but he just won the championship, bro. He, that voters fatigue isn't gonna help a lot. And then you got Chris Middleton going into a little bit of a shooting spree, and then you got defensive anchor Drew Holiday, one of the greatest. Perimeter defenders right now. So I'm saying, all I'm saying is, they're running it back, baby. They're running it back. I, I, there's gonna be a lot of competition, but I'm saying they're running it back. Championship 2021 through 22. Right now, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. I hate. I mean, today I'm gonna go see them play. I'm gonna go see Giannis under the good ball. But I'm, I'm gonna go see them play today. Hopefully, I can get. I can get some pictures or something. Uh, put them on my Instagram or something, but that's it for, let's just do a little quick recap of the East, 15 Orlando, 14 Detroit, 13 Cleveland, 12 Toronto, 10 Pacers, 11 Washington, 9 Hornets, 
eight Boston Celtics, seven Sixers, six Knicks, five Atlanta, four the Heat, three the Bulls, two the Nets, and one the Milwaukee Bucks. So, all I'm saying is, bro, these Twinkies were busting. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't like Twinkies. So, have this is actually really good. Um, you know, it's a little, it's going to give you a stomach ache. My stomach's kind of hurting a little bit. So, with that, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do a whole lot to it. I feel like it was really was sweet, but I think it's just kind of like an improved version of a Twinkie. So, like a 5 out of 10 for me. I would still eat it, but I wouldn't go out of my way to eat it. So, Submarinos, 5 out of 10. Um, tell me if you tried them before and what your rating is on them and if you like them and... Tell me what you think of the NBA standing predictions. I really appreciate it. Go follow my TikTok. I just hit 90 followers over there. And here I just hit 64 or 65 subscribers. So that re it re I, I'm growing kind of. So hopefully I can grow even more. And, you know, I like I just like to say peace, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Um, hope you have a great Halloween. And uh, I'll be posting some pictures of me. Uh, the Bucks spurs game today. So hopefully you guys have a great day. I know I had a great day and see you guys. I always have so much fun um, having this podcast. So like the video, go follow my Instagram at Nibbling and Dream Podcast. I po post pretty frequently there and I post stuff on my story all the time about basketball, what I'm doing and just stuff like that. And uh, yeah, um, see you guys later. Peace.